So basically, we're we're basically discussing how we put our security or treat our parents like godlike figures in our security and how important our mother actually is that we look at him somewhat like a god yeah just well, in our heart for our security our rock i don't know you're just gonna open up the discussion did you know that's are it you recording yeah are you recording that's the basis of the discussion okay. yeah. But where your your point and what I'm thinking is that our relationship with God has to be that bigger than our relationship with our parents. It has to be our security, is what you were saying too, and because we tend to put that on our parents as being so significant. Tell me more. That if, like, if we lost, if I lost my mom, or God forbid, anyone lost their mom, that they would be severely traumatized as, like, part of God died, or part of the whole world, the whole scheme of things had died, or it's so significant, because it's our security, somewhat, has always been in our, maybe one of our parents. What about for the people who have grown up without parents? Or the people who choose, would, to not, wow. choose to not connect with parents, the people who have had only one parent, who haven't had they the would be with, with God. Would Are they you would, sure? Wouldn't they already have, or would they feel more just empty? Uh, it can go either way. It can honestly go either way, because if I don't have a parent and I don't make a connection with my parent, then and I don't make a if I don't make a connection with my parent then the likelihood of me making a connection with somebody else who's not family is just as rare. So if I don't have a real connection with a friend or a family member or my parent, then I've never really established any sort of... A strength or a rock uh, yeah, there's or no, security. There's no, there's, no, there's no one to look, look to as a, an advocate. You know, in any sense. So you kind of lose your faith in humanity and you kind of get disappointed in God because of that. When you start to see death and things like that occur, you kind of, people tend to question God and they get mad at God. You know, they look at the severity and the consequences of things instead of, uh, you know, the benefits because they haven't reaped enough benefits to, to direct their focus towards that. And whatever you direct your focus towards is going to intensify, magnify What do you think, Dr. Greg? Well, you were... What other points were we discussing that was just... You kind of just got me going, building. Well... Well, basically, yeah, I mean, that's... I'm talking about you rebirth. Would, you know, when you do have a connection with an individual on this earth, such as your parent, at first, you know, it leads you to ultimately uh, another connection with your your higher power, you know, because right. you'll, you'll establish, you'll establish some, some, uh, you know, you'll establish some, 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 uh, some things in common, but you're going to find individualism also. So then when you find individual awesome, it kind of creates a friction and that friction leads you to find your own sense of happiness because you're not always going to find a sense of peace in someone else. You're going to find a sense of peace in yourself. And unless you find a sense of peace within yourself, 
then you're not gonna you're not gonna find a sense of peace in your higher power mm-hmm. because you have to have a conversation with yourself, and that begins being by yourself. Okay. I like it. Yeah. So let me finish real quick. No, take your time. Um, so when you start out with a connection with an individual, you have some things in common. Hi, you know, we, we like food. Well, you may not like the same food as me. Maybe I'm offended the fact that you eat pork or, or vice versa. But we can still be friends. We just don't eat those foods together. Now, you may pray to a different God, but in actuality... We're praying towards the same God. We've just, you know, we've established different, yeah, we've labeled it and that, and that causes a division. But, but the thing that we're praying means that we're actually connecting together. The fact that you are reaching towards a goal. A positive. Then I am also trying to. So that's creating another connection, but it's aiming towards not a connection of self. It's aiming towards something higher. And that's also a common goal. So it's also positive, but it's reaching towards a higher power, which is faith, which is believing in something that you don't see, you know, and that's, and then, then, then you can experience manifestations and in, in your own power because God ultimately is a creator and he cannot do anything but create. And when he created you, you became a creator. So every breath and everything that you do, every movement, every, every thought, it ultimately creates a, a ripple effect. It's positive or negative. And you get to experience being a creator from that point on. <clears throat> and that's where people as individuals can uh, have a connection with uh, their higher power and feel confident, but also connect with their fellow brother or sister and elevate them in the same manner. But until we have a connection with our, our, our fellow brother and sister, if we're, if we're ultimately, you know, uh, self-sabotaged or... Uh, you know, a product of an environment or whatever the situation may be. If you, if a person doesn't ultimately have a connection with somebody out there at first, it's very difficult for them to just establish a connection with God, you know, unless, unless you never really rely on people in the first place, you know, if you come out of the womb and you're blind and deaf, you know, you have to feel with your heart. There are no, um, there, there is nothing that can saturate you, you know, with, with overwhelming, uh, impulsive decisions to make. You're going to be calm. You're going to be alert. You're going to be aware. You're going to be conscious. You're going to be, uh, you know, you're going to be determined to, to create your own happiness at that point, you know. And not rely on right so family members or mothers for our happiness or... so it's the lies that we've been told there is a pecking order there is an order a chronological order for life and god but ultimately you know we've been oversaturated by you know media and everything so people people direct their happiness into materialistic objects and in actuality <clears throat> you know if i had a a mansion and a f- race car and all the money in the world and i was on my own island and there was nobody else there, it wouldn't be important to me to have those things because I wouldn't have anybody to share them with or impress if, if it was out of my ego and not out of my heart. But I wouldn't have anybody to share those things with. So that they wouldn't mean anything. So ultimately, it's about connection, you know. And, and, and it's, all it is is life is an experience of God having a conversation with himself. When I speak with you, 
I'm just speaking to God. God's just God's having speaking a through you and having a conversation with both of us. Yes, God is like a big fly with many eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? God is fly. So he's painting the puzzle, painting the picture. He is. He's painting a picture which I would like Perfect. to refer. I would like to refer to the picture as a fractal. Because a fractal is an imperfect equation that creates a perfect pattern. That's interesting. Right. That's deep. How do you... Well, when we look at uh, the Bible, you know, there's that one that was lost and called Julius Iscariot, or what his name is, uh, Julius Iscariot. And he was lost, you know, but, what, but he also played an important role. And so when that prism's cut, you know, it, it's in a, it, it's it creates all different uh, colors, you know. But there is opposing colors, like white and black, is an opposing color. Contrast, like spirit and um, matter, is opposing. Is it creates a friction, you know, and uh, it ultimately it propels itself. Yeah, science, you know. Polarity. Absolutely, mag. Yeah, it's. Um, Definitely, there's a uh, there's polarity. There's a barometric barometric pressures. Your body is actually established on barometric pressures. A lot of it is, you know, in your brain, your brain, your eyeballs have to have a certain pressure. Your heart valves have to be under a certain pressure. A very very certain wow. pressure. Everything has to be under a certain pressure in order for it to function. Um, you know. Certain pressure, certain vibrations, frequencies, everything, the math has to be perfect. The geometry, everything has to be cut perfectly. That's nothing, a great and point. nothing is imperfect. A rock is actually a living thing and it does breathe to a certain degree. It does. It's, it is oxidizing over it's time. It's just more dense. Correct. So you're tuned in here to the podcast. This I like is... that you say that, more dense. I don't mean to interrupt you, John. Go for when it. you say that, that makes me think of people a lot of times, you know, they're like rocks, you know, they are living, they are breathing, they're just more dense. So their energy's more blocked. Correct. Like a wall. I like that. Just... See, now you're, rem you're allowing me, you're, you're assisting me to yes. remember more of where we're from and That's who I job. am. Good. Um, That's my job. You're a gardener. You're, you're a gardener in, in a God's, God's vineyard and you plant the seed. I like that. You got some, uh, some great principles and ways of describing things and a great view that people need to hear. Instead of so principles, that's why we're here. I like to call them principals because I'm your pal, John. <laughs> yeah. See, we like to keep it lighthearted here at the blog. This is our first one. So we're here with Salt, Saltmeister. Going over light, sound, frequencies, God versus Mother, um, what we put our security in. God versus Mother. That's an interesting description because, you know, a lot of people think the number six is evil. You know, um, <coughs> actually what, it, what, what six means is it's the absence of light. And if truly anything has the absence of light entirely with no light, it's frozen. It has no life to it whatsoever. So with the number nine being all light and no darkness, it actually creates the number eight, which would be infinite. Kind of like a yin and yang. 
The six and the nine? Exactly. The six and the nine create a yin and the yang. Do they so does each number have a certain give off a certain each frequency number. or style? <coughs> I'm glad vibration. that you asked that, John. I'm glad that you asked that. Each number plays an important role of where we are in our life. It's called numerology, John. Um, a lot of people don't know about it. They're fascinated and they want to know more about it. And I'll tell you. Number, it goes 1 through 12. Everything is 1 through 12. If you look at a calendar, 12 months on the year, look on a... 12 zodiacs. 12 zodiacs. Look at you go. You're already ahead of the game, John. A lot, You're a lot of things are paired in 12s. Okay. Nevertheless. 24 hours in a day. Nevertheless, let me finish, John. I'm sure these people would really be interested in hearing this topic. So, what else is there? Is there is there 12 hours to the day, John? I'm giving you a chance to talk. Is there 12 hours to a, is there 12 hours on a clock? How many numbers is there on your clock? 24. Is there 24 on your clock? Oh, you're going by military time. And there's 12 hours and a half a day. Okay. 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 So on your clock, on your clock, on my clock, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay. So it's one through twelve. I have twelve months in my year. Okay. So with one and twelve, we're gonna start numerology. Now that John's calmed down a little bit. Um, one is an individual number. It's a number of strength, uh, unity. <clears throat> It stands up. It's strong. It's straight. You know, uh, it would represent the serpent in the Bible as the staff, or or, or the 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 serpent actually represents the spine of a human being. That's the that's the uh, that would be the serpent and um, upright. Yeah, you want you want your serpent to be stand up. You don't want it to be coiled. It needs to stand up. You need to be upright. So one is a number of strength. Two is divided. Two is a number of question. You know why is there two? Is it heaven or hell? Am I going to heaven or hell? Am I good or bad? Is this life evil or love? What is it? You know, it's a number of question. And if you look at the two, it represents a person kind of hunched over on their knees. You know, almost praying. You know, yes. and their heads down. So two is kind of a question of wondering who who am I? You know, not really knowing. Wow, that's fascinating. You saw that with the two. Yeah. So three is a trinity. Okay. A triplet. I Go ahead. It. Tell me more, John. Yeah, it's a triplet. So it would represent uh, a trinity. You know, of the Father, the Son. And a ghost, and the ghost is holy, okay? Um, it would be the father as the leader, the one that who directs, you know? And it would have the son as the one who takes the, um, who, who takes the, who, who, who takes the directions, okay? The son takes the directions from the father, and we all play that role every day of our lives. You are a father, you are a son, and you have a ghost, a holy ghost within you. You you do follow directions as a son. You are obedient, you know, to a degree of whatever matter. And 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 then you are a father because you also lead. And you, I'm sure you do lead roles in your life, you know. And so we're gonna go to uh, four. Four is a number of love. Don't ask me why. 
other than if you look at north, south, east, and west, you would know that north would be positive, south would be negative, east would be positive, and west would be negative, and that God made the earth, and obviously it says God's good. So we know that four is love, because all those four have to be loved. Those four components, uh, north, south, east, west, you know, up, down, left, right, you know, we are made complete. There's, you know, so it's four is the number of love, okay? Five is the number knowing that when you have up, down, left, right, and one God made it. We know, we're aware now that one God made all of that. Okay, when you have um, a trinity of uh, up and down, okay, that would be positive and negative for each ghost. And then for left and right, that would be for um, the father and the son, right? So you'd have positive and negative father and the son, or, you know, if you can identify it and recognize it as that way. Okay, but we know that there's one God, so that would be five. Knowing that there's one God that, 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 that balances northwest, east, northwest, east, south, okay? Now six, we're gonna, we already discussed that, but that is pure darkness, and it's it's the opposite of what we call flux. Flux is when something is in motion and it moves. Um, darkness is completely frozen. It has no life to it. So it, for uh, for instance, if you had 666, there's no life to that at all. That would be a trinity of complete darkness. There's no life to that. It can't move at all. There's no need to fear that ever. It can't it's it, it can't breathe. It can't even there's nothing to it. So if you go to seven, seven, you know, when you go to the casinos, you'll identify with seven as lucky. Yes, it is. The number of seven, if you look at it, seven looks like somebody who's being held onto their collar while they're falling over, but God's got them. Whoa. They look like they're about to pass out, but God's holding Whoa. them out and grabbing them by their collar. Like, I got you. I get it. So you're lucky, you know, when you got a pure three, three sevens is just pure luck. Um, that's a trinity of, you know, luck. It's a, seven is actually a number that, that simplifies that, you know, between six and nine meeting together, they're in harmony together. They're in marriage. When God made, you know, when he made us between the flesh and the spirit, he made a marriage. That's all. That's a marriage, you know? So it identifies with luck, you know, seven. I like that. It's okay to be here right now. In this experience, seven, we're lucky. God's holding us up. <clears throat> uh, eight, if you look at eight, eight is very important because eight, when you turn it to the side, it's an infinite symbol. Okay, Just, that's all it is, is an infinite symbol. But then when we look at an eight, and when you do an eight, and you make an eight, it's smaller on the top portion, but it's larger on the bottom. And the reason why is because the top portion is 40%. The bottom portion is 60%, and the reason why is because it takes four, the number four, for 40, okay? It takes that number four, and the zero would be for earth, so four, the number of love for earth, zero, and then six zero would be pure darkness, and it would be earth, but because there's love, four, six, that would mean love for the earth, okay? Because God so loved the earth, okay? Or his only son, right? He used to love his own son. He put him on the earth to save the earth, right? Because he loved his earth. He loved his work, his creation. So that it's an eight now, which is infinite. So that light, that top half, that 40, flows into the darkness. And the darkness reciprocates it and flows back up to the light. And they receive kind of like, 
it's just the same principle as when we breathe oxygen, that's what we need. But we expel and exhale carbon dioxide, which the plants want, but the plants don't want oxygen. So it's reciprocating. And that's what God does for us every day for our spirit. Um, nine is a symbol of light. It's the opposite of six. It's just pure light. It's in constant flux. There's no darkness. Uh, ten is one person standing up, strong as can be, on earth. The zero symbolizes the earth or the plane. Eleven is two, sh two strengths together. And when you have two strengths together... And you find another two, okay? You have two strengths, two ones, okay? Right. Two single strong people, when they find, that's why missionaries roll in twos, because when you find an individual who's not feeling so great, they're kind of in between feeling, am I here, am I there, am I good, am I bad, am I, you know? They're uncertain. The two standing up can go to that one and be, you know, they can be a two in themselves, but they're standing up strong as ones because they know where they came from. They're an individual, but they were together. And they go there and they tell their fellow brother, they say, hey, you're not a two, you're a one. And then that fellow brother, his day is better. And he says, oh yeah, I remember, I am a one. <laughs> and then you've got a trinity of ones and that's pretty strong right there. But sometimes we have bad days where it's like we become a two. You know, like we're not really a two, but we feel that way, you know, because God's, you know, he's got positive, which is the spirit and we've got negative, which is the matter, mother earth. And, you know, so we feel uncertain sometimes like we're torn between two places, you know. So every day of our life, we're using numerology and we don't even know it. We're actually, you know, every time we smile at our, our, our fellow brother or sister, it's it's we're using numerology. To, hey, you're a one. Remember that, you know. I'm here for you. I'm I'm God speaking to you. You're God. And God, the 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 whole picture, the main God who made us, because we're just a piece of the body, but the whole orchestration of God, that big component, recognizes that when you when 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 you identify him, you know, the father, the leader, and say, Hey, we're praising him. That's that's he loves that. Who doesn't want to be praised as the father? If you, you know, you got kids and they say, Daddy, I love you, Daddy. No, there's nothing in the world that makes you feel better than that. So you know, so God wants us to spend time with him. Yeah. And, and, and he doesn't want us to be, um, he doesn't want us to be distracted. So when, when, when we're with our friends and everything, you know, and we're talking about God, that's great, you know, and when we're with ourselves and when we're talking to God, that's even better, you know, or so, relying on God, exactly treating him as a strength instead of others. Well, not as a strength, as the, the strength. strength. So, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, that was a great discussion of numerology and what numbers mean. And that was just really deep, fascinating numerology that we're not always aware of. With King Salty in the building. So we're just posted up. Well, we're all kings. I'd like to elaborate on that. <clears throat> you know, we're all kings. Some are queens. You know, but the thing of it is, is don't ever think that, you know, you are a prince or a princess because the prince or the princess is eagerly anticipating the inheritance 
of the kingdom of heaven. Okay, but if you recognize that you are a part of that body, then you are a king. You are a queen. You are not a prince or, or, or a princess, so don't act like that. Don't act needy or thirsty. Yeah. I'm tired of you thirsty-ass folks out there thinking yeah. you need something. <laughs> Ain't that right. Uh, is there a potential or is it a possibility that perhaps you feel you deserve something? Well, maybe, you know. Um, what I'd like to recognize is that uh, God provides for each individual for us. You know, and we we are not in need. There's no need for a feel of want or desire. And there are we have these desires, you know. But to, to, you know what we know they're fulfilled. We have faith through God because <clears throat> they're already here. Exactly, seeds are the most uh, valuable commodity. You know, uh, but one thing is, is um, we just got to come aware of it. And recognize uh, that we have to live in our excellence. If I want, if I if if I feel I deserve something in life, <clears throat> for one, I gotta I gotta go get it. But if somebody has something that I know they want, I gotta find out what they want. But ultimately, if I show up in their life as a present, as a gift, I can be assured if I'm in my excellence that unless they're sick and out of their mind and just you know. Uh, suicidal then they're they can't reject me if i'm excellent they can't reject me so people stay in your excellence <clears throat> stay in your excellence every day show up in life be present and be aware and conscious that you are a gift as well as everybody else but be aware and conscious of that and be in your in your excellence always because you can demand people's excellence if you're in your excellence, you can demand people's excellence. But only can you demand anything in life if you are in accord with that. You know, I can't downplay it and say, hey, I'm going to bag on my girlfriend because she doesn't have a car or I don't want to date a chick with a car or something like that. You know, this is just a yeah. hypothetical situation. But I can't say I don't want to be with a chick with a car if I don't have a fucking car. You know, be realistic here. And those things don't matter anyways, you know. Let's go a little deeper, you know. But if you stay in your excellence, you can demand people's excellence. And it always, it always, um, and, and then the, and the thing of it is. They is, can't turn you away. They can't turn you away. But the thing of it is, is there are situations where people do feel undeserving. If you smile at a person and they flip you the bird, don't take that personally. That person may be having a bad day and they just at that moment right then and there are not your friend because they're lying to your, their self. They're lying to themselves, and truth's your only friend. So they're lying to themselves because they're not happy with whatever's going on. But don't take it personally because you're offering them a good time by smiling. You're planting that seed to move them along the way of having a good life. And you're planting that seed. And if they flip you off, don't take that personally because they feel undeserving. They feel undeserving. You can't take that personally. Now, if you're in a situation where that person goes to hit you in the face, okay, don't turn the other cheek. Jesus already got crucified. Beat that motherfucker's ass. Beat the brakes off of him because some people need to have a, a reflection of who they are. You know? A conviction. So, but other than that, just have a good day. It's been 27. We'll wrap right. it up shortly. Create so, a beautiful day. 
Well, that's about it. Today is the greatest day of my life. I'd like you people to say that. Today is the greatest day of my life. Uh, just say it and see how it feels. Like, today is the greatest day of my life. And I'll tell you why. Because it's the only day of my life. Because tomorrow is not promised. And yesterday will never occur again. So they therefore don't exist. And the only thing that I have right now, here and now, is it's this moment. moment. All right. All right, y'all. Live in the moment. We appreciate you for tuning in. Peace.